course. I'm not just saying this because you dudes are here. Dude, y'all have a great podcast here. This thing's going to take, it's going to continue to take off. Hi, this is Sean Clench, the host of Stories Inside the Man Cave podcast. And I want to thank you for being a loyal listener and a loyal viewer of each of our episodes. And be sure to follow us on each of our social media platforms, that being our Facebook page, Twitter handle, and on Instagram. And a huge shout out. As we continue to grow, we are gaining sponsors and partners, beginning with Jim Saxton State Farm Insurance Agency in Austin and Cosmic Coffee and Beer Garden on the south side of Austin. As for the partners, our community now, be sure to follow their platforms on Facebook and our latest and newest partner, that being Farmhouse Delivery in Austin, Texas. As for the next episode, let's ride. Wake your ass up or take a damn nap. And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. It's time. I mean, Sean, you were twerking. That's going to happen. <laughs> Murph, don't be a dick all your life. This is uh, one, of, one of the more fun podcasts I've ever done. Hey, I'll tell you what. If you're not talking about sports in the man cave, you... No, nah, I bet not. So you're not a man. <laughs> That's it. Hey y'all, Kevin Hutcherson here with Realty Austin, and I am grateful to be a part of Stories Inside the Man Cave, a homegrown podcast just like my own business. Hey, look at the magic. One of my favorite favorite folks in all of ATX, the Snoop Daniel. He is the man, the myth, and the legend of ATX high school sports on the digital platforms. This guy, hey, you young people watching, if you guys want to know how to build your brand, just tweet at this guy. (laughs) You've done it, man. I've, I've watched you. I mean... Well, you've always been taller than me, Snoop, but uh, you've grown up this whole brand of yours just like that overnight. Man, I'm proud of you. Well, not overnight, but yeah. Uh, I've worked <laughs> a lot of overnights, but I'm telling you, like, I know like it's it's a, a lot of work. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of teams. I mean, when you try to cover boys and girls for both sports, I know we're probably going to talk mostly about football, but I definitely try to show love to all uh, of the sports. And I think that – that kind of uh, feeds like me covering soccer helps our, our football coverage because it's football players at the game or right. like, covering hoops during the student section going nuts. So really, you, know, you just kind of go like for whatever is out there. That's really my only MO. If there's something to cover, try to go get footage of it and put it out for the world to see. Man, you you have again follow him on Instagram, uh, the Flex ATX. Follow him on Twitter. Follow all the socials. The guy really does a great job and has uh, really built a staff across the ATX here with the high school uh, athletic department students. It's, uh, it's in some ways it's better than mainstream media. <laughs> in, well, in many ways. Yeah, well, yeah, in, in, in ways, you know, there's a lot of rules in mainstream uh, media, like, you know, like non-competes and just like, you know, like you can't be on, on, you know, uh, Fox and being on MSNBC, that's like a, I'm not even a political person. I don't even know, but I try right. to use that for an analogy. So, um, you know, I'm not in competition with anybody. And that's a, a, another thing. I, I can shine for other uh, companies. So really right. it's like I'm 
kind of playing unfair. Uh, well, you know what? Well, that's the that's the thing. Multiple streams of income, multiple. Re- I mean, you, yeah, you know, you create your platform and the Horn FM 104.9 The Horn. You can hear so him. Awesome. Craig Way, all those big names here in Austin. And for those watching from other parts of the country, um, this is where you get to know people on the digital scene. And here in Texas, in the high school scene, it's a pretty big day. UIL realignment happens every two years, and there are a lot of – I forgot who tweeted it, and I, I'm probably butchering it, Snoop, but uh, they said a third of the people are happy, a third of the people are unhappy, and a third of the people are just dumbfounded. But, again, the UIL has that thankless, tough job. They've got to put all these programs in different Somewhere. districts. And geographically, a lot of people are upset. What was your take this morning? When you first saw the release, I believe it was at 9 a.m. or 8 a.m. or something like that this morning. And by the way, it's icy here in Austin, so there were no gatherings, so to speak. Yeah, there were, well, the uh, all the people, the coaches meeting up at the uh, Palmer Palace, uh, it didn't happen, uh, and it normally does. Even when they had COVID, I think people still went to the Manor Road location, which is a lot more low key. But honestly, for for me, I thought it was uh, okay. You know, we it's not like we haven't seen districts outside of a comfortable driving distance happen before. It's totally happened before. And it's happened. I'm not saying, but it's happened to was it call LBJ like a lesser school, but a school that has less means to do so mm-hmm. uh, to travel to Fredericksburg and Canyon Lake, which they had to endure for two years, even though they're having all that glory, making it to the state semis and then Cowboy Stadium last year. Uh, you know, that cost a lot of money, man. And like, yeah. it's not like they have all the boosters that LT or even like an Anderson has, you know? Yeah. So, and Anderson is Austin Independent School District. So there really mm-hmm. is like, I don't want to say I have and have not, but just like if you can afford to do it and you're just complaining because it costs a little more, that's, that's one thing. But, you know, <laughs> if you truly like are going to get put out of house and home, that's why yeah. LBJ had to to move up, you know, like. They, they could have stayed in 4A in one yeah. state, like 10 years in a row, be like hard yeah. or something. But, man, like, they would have nothing. Just trying to put on a football season. That, that's right. I mean, it, it it requires a lot of resources. No clue. And <laughs> Jamal Fenner, honestly, what they've done, it's, it's, a, it's a model for inner cities programs to follow. I mean, they, it, it's taken a few years, and it's uh, but it's the, the fruits of the labor – Let's get with it, man. Uh, we're not going to go through every district, um, but the big one, and you mentioned one of them, Anderson, they have gone back up to 6A. This was no surprise. Uh, let me see if I can pull it. Here we go. So nice, John. Great work. So, there we go. So your take on this, you cover all these teams and follow them. Uh, it was – I thought it was just inevitable that Anderson was going to go back up. I mean, they had their ride for two years at 5A Division One. What what stands out to you about 26-6A? Well, you lose Sam Marcus to the San Antonio area, and you lose Hayes, which drops down to 5A. And you replace them with the 12A-5A D1 champion, Dripping Springs Tigers, with Baylor commit Austin Novosad and an up-and-coming Buta Johnson team that took Cedar Park to overtime a bye yeah. round last year, and they only had one loss, and that was two Dripping Springs. So 51-7, by the way, so Drip whooped them. But, uh, you know, 
uh, any team that goes from 5A to 6A is going to have an adjustment period, unless you're like Shadow Creek or somewhere nice. out of Houston. It's just going to happen. And uh, huh, nine teams is a massive district. That means you only get two non-district games, and five teams are going to go home sad at the end of the season, not making the playoffs. So, uh, you know, like for whatever it's worth, I mean, the history – I mean, the future isn't written, and that's why I'm trying to preach to these kids because there's a lot of negativity from the kids hmm. today, especially from uh, from these schools, especially Buda Johnson and Dripper Springs. I don't want to take up too much time on this, but they're kind of like down in the dumps because they got to play with Lake Travis and Westlake. But also, Dell Valley is a beast, and so is Bowie, and so is Anderson, by the way. And Anderson might be uh, be feeling actually more confident moving up because they don't have to play Cedar Park and Georgetown every year. So, I mean, Ooh. Austin High has a, is going to have a whole new coaching staff, and they quietly have, like, some class of 25 kids that I don't think that anybody really, really knows mm-hmm. about, including Charles Wright's little brother and a young kid by the name of Bats and Bowie. Yeah. Uh, come off one of their years. This is a, a great district, and – um it's going to be some – the one uh, unique thing I'll mention is uh, how the realignment shakes out the enrollment numbers. The biggest school in this district is Lake Travis. Second biggest is uh, – uh, oh, excuse me. Third biggest is Westlake. There's only one school that's bigger than Westlake and smaller than Lake Travis. That's the Dell Valley Cardinals. So I would not have guessed that. I would not have guessed that. Westlake is – low-key rooting yeah. for Del Valley to make the postseason this year because if they want to go back to the state championship game, the quote-unquote easier route is Division Two. Mm-hmm. So if Westlake and Lake Travis make the playoffs and anybody but Del Valley or one of the other two teams, both of them are going to go D1. So not only would it mean that they would meet in the state quarterfinals, but also they have the toughest road. And then, but if Del Valley somehow makes it in, and they haven't been in a while, even though they, they've been talented, I, I think yeah. it's really frustrating. If they're able to make it yeah. in, then that means Westlake could go D two, and they're more likely to go to uh, Jerry World again. I, what stands out? I love all those points. And, um, what stands out to me is, listen, I'm not saying this is a given, but I, you've got to say of the four, Lake Travis and Westlake are going to take two spots. Bowie more than likely will have one of them, one of the four. And like you said, it's sad because uh, you've got six teams battling for for the fourth spot. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to hand out trophies before the yeah. season starts. But yeah, that's that's your analysis of that solid as usual. Um, is it now? I did talk to. Coach Mann, longtime head coach of the Roush Raiders, and it, his reaction was what he told me was when he opened it up this morning from home, he goes, basically, what the hell? <laughs> he was because he's not what he was expecting. No. And like you and I just talked about, it's not that big of a, a difference. About that district, what was your your first reaction? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I think that they're going to be uh, resoundingly favorites. I think it's a weaker district. There's yeah. no Brenham. Uh, Glenn is still uh, – Glenn ain't in there. Hold on. Let me make sure that, that, that I pull it up and get it right because I had, like, not notes, but I was talking about this to, to kids. Oh, here we go. Okay, so, yeah, Elgin. No hate on Elgin. They can beat Elgin. Uh, Colleen Chaparral is a brand. Oh, you have it right there. What the heck? Don't need my. It was magic. I magic. At, wow, it's like I, I, I mirror myself. But yeah, uh, <laughs> no, not trying to cap, but right. I don't think this is. You know who has that? The issue is the Rouse, the girls going to twenty-five-five A because they're yeah. they are grouped with all kinds of beasts. But this district, some kind of weak. 
Uh, shout out to Coach. But you know what? Also, that means that, you know, hey, Coach uh, Jason Cecil might can make a return to the playoffs. I'd like maybe, to see that. Maybe Charles Taylor. I don't know. I'm making a crazy prediction right now. But I think maybe uh, Charles Taylor's son, who right now is in a junior high, I think maybe he could magically wind up playing quarterback for them next year and uh and, and maybe Pflugerville makes uh the, the, the playoffs that is they've been been actually making the playoffs maybe yeah. Elgin has a chance Elgin has uh, some young, young talent too they haven't been to the postseason since uh, uh Peter McFarland days so uh they've kind of still been reeling off of the, the passing of Willie Simmons uh, really yeah uh, tragic that was murder. tough that was uh, yes tough. and Belton is kind of like I'm just gonna like ignore w- Waco University and 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 uh Colleen Chaparral and Belton because they aren't really in our area but yeah I think Rouse is Coach Mann has a good shot at another dish of time. I do too. I, I, and, it, and this is where this is just the start. If you look at the, the GI, I mean, I know I focus too much on where teams are located, programs are, but you go as far as Belton. That's not that's 45 minutes away for most of the, most of these programs. So is Waco University. Yeah. Go back to Leander Pflugerville. That's not bad. And then you go east to Elgin. So UIL had yeah. to figure something out. Well, yeah, they had to put, uh, you know, I think maybe, of course, it would have made more sense to put Elgin with Bastrop and Cedar Creek since they're all down that 290 corridor. So, yeah, that's a a questionable call, you know, and they're going to get some things wrong with with, with so many schools. But, yeah, that's uh, that stands out for sure as maybe a miscalculation on adding that team to the district. It's I see what they're trying to do. Equality. But if these notes right here I have, I mean, they were doing their best to try, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they were t- attempting to create as many eight-team districts as possible. Well, that's probably the most ideal because it'll cap you at three non-district games. And really, like I said, like with the other district, with nine teams, like five teams go out sad. I know maybe that's like an emotional core pool, but <laughs> – it's with eight, and it, it feels less daunting of a task. And, uh, yeah, I, I think eight is more of the ideal number. And, honestly, like I like 17 districts, to be yeah. honest. Some districts were 16 districts. So, yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, I love Dr. Elza, uh, whether she's right or wrong. Yeah, she's she's good people. I mean, again, it's just there's there never will be a realignment that – you can be perfect. There's no such thing as perfection ever in this because you, you have too many people to please. It's in, and they're not in the business of people pleasing you. They just got to do what's best for everybody at once. Um, so we mentioned uh, the nine team district, 26, six, Now we're down to five. A this district right here, Snoop. I, I think this may be, maybe, may give some folks a run for the best district in the state if I can just pull this thing up. Um, it's this one. That, oh, no, that's, that's not it. We just looked at it. My, see what I mean? This thing is operating slowly, my friend. It's all uh, good. That's a good district, too. That, that yeah. district, I, no, the, the kids, that's it. That is it. That's the one I'm talking about. That's yes. it. Yeah, 11-5A is a beast. Uh, the kids are complaining that, they're like, who invited College Station to play with us? <laughs> like, why? State champions. You know, they're, yeah, they're exactly so. And they're like upset about that. They're like, why? Like, who did this? So that is something that the kids don't like. Uh, and AM consolidated because you know 
those two teams, College Station and AM Console, are coming into this district like we got two of the spots, fam. The other, the rest of Austin gonna have to fight with these other two spots. We got two, and I would say College Station probably does have one of them locked up. But um, yeah, it's gonna be you know, and it, it's kind of flipped in the other six A district, which, which we might not talk about because it's not Austin centric. But yeah. Weiss and Hutto going to that district with Brian and all of them is like a bunch of schools that are not from the Austin area and these two weirdo Austin schools. So uh, Weiss and Hutto are the weirdos in that district. And College Station and AM console are the weirdos in this district. And what makes it super weird is that all these teams are, are such like uh, marquee Austin area programs. Yeah. I mean, Cedar Park speaks for themselves, you know, state championships, uh, state quarterfinals, you know, massive place, Georgetown story program, state finals in 2012 with Jake Hubenak and tons of playoff appearances. Eastview, really, they're, they're moving back up. They haven't been group with Georgetown in four years and like it really hated each other yeah. uh, playing each other. And I think they, they split and were happy, but now that rivalry is going to get renewed. Leander comes from greatness. People forget like, you know, coach uh, uh, Gideon days. Gideon, like, yeah. Leander used to be like a, a double digit win team annually. Glenn, a sleeper, like how coach cross ended that season with the Grizzlies and winning so many games in a row and finally getting that slot T to work. That takes time to develop. And lastly, Hendrickson, I think, the team that most people want to write off because the majority of the uh, the, the the student body now goes to Weiss, which is the cool school. But uh, Hendrickson almost made the playoffs uh, last year, and they got a lot of young talent. And I think Hendrickson getting away from Pflugerville, getting away from Weiss, and just kind of like building their own – finding themselves again. This is like yeah. – I'm giving them like a pep talk, I feel. There uh, you are. They need you in the locker room. Hendrickson's going to get uh, back to, to where uh, – well, they have an opportunity to, at least for yeah. the next two years. Well, sh- well, shout out to Henderson alum Samaj P. Ryan playing in the Super Bowl a week from Sunday. Yeah, that's, that's one of the first hundred, uh, man. Man, I remember Samaj reaching out to me on Facebook and Messenger, and he was like going into his sophomore year. He's like, "Watch for me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and, and his uh, wife now, uh, Meg uh, uh, P. Ryan, who was a Meg Haney, then was our first uh, Hendrickson uh, I reporter. So is that right? Yeah, it's it's crazy. And now they got two kids, so it's uh, it's fun to watch these uh, kids grow up and you know become richer and more successful than you. Hey, he uh, it's funny. So I arrived, came back to Austin after two decades when I when I started at KVU. And I had just left Oklahoma City, and he's going to OU, who I used to cover for six years. And we know what he did there. All-time leading rusher oh, at that point in time for Oklahoma. It's, yeah, he's, he's a stud. And, yeah, he's, I, I would love to see him become a Super Bowl champion. It's just, and he's a great, great person. As yeah. Well. Oh, you know, he's. Our, I'm pretty sure he's. He's got his, his pension locked in too. That's. Oh, yeah. Lifetime. So, you know, so so lifetime. So I think it was. It, I don't know if it's three or five years, but he's been there at least. Uh, you know, uh, close to five, if not five. And you know, that's the hardest thing to do is to stay in the league like long. That's the, the goal, man. Like stand there long enough. You know, yeah. not just have a cup of tea. Like stay so long that they pay you for the rest of your life. Hey, get paid, buddy. That's what we're. That's what. That's the goal. You know, that five years, and you know, that lifespan for running backs mm. is, you know, he's had his, his injuries over the years, too. Like, um, you know, I was talking with Jeff Howell, 24 7, also of like the tower here on the horn, and he said that he wasn't super highly recruited because he tore his ACL his, his junior season. So it was really like him latching on with Oklahoma was more of what he had done in the past. And, yeah. uh, and hey, man, headed to the Super Bowl. 
It's going to be fun. It just gives us more incentive to watch. But I think all those uh, the NFC, AFC championship games really provided more electricity than normal. I think there's more fans watching. Now, uh, District 12, 5A Division 2, it's all AISD. Uh, and that's basically LBJ's and McCallum's district. And I don't think anything's changed. They're going to be the favorites. LBJ coming off the state championship. Um, I will say I thought that this was the biggest win of the redistricting because it it, it gives Austin ISD its own district and no hate to these other communities. But right. when Dripping Springs was in here winning that district two years in a row, they probably didn't need to be there. When Liberty Hill won it these last past two years, they probably didn't need to be there. And Marble Falls probably didn't need to be in there. So now the kids from Crockett, Navarro, Northeast, Eastside Memorial – they can actually have legit dreams of going yes. to the postseason. I mean, and we all know, like, I mean, LBJ is elite. I wouldn't say McCallum is elite. I would say they're very good, but yeah. I mean, they, they they graduate their three-year starter, Jackson Rosales, at quarterback. So, Coach Gammerdinger is going to have to find a new signal caller. And usually McCallum does have a, a decent quarterback in there. But, um, I mean, they're not guaranteed to to be in there. I, I would just say – I would say McCallum has a good shot, but – I mean, now, yeah, you, you you wake up and you go to, to Crockett in the morning like, hey, we don't have to play Liberty Hill. We don't have to play Marble Falls. <laughs> like, we got LBJ, and then, like, the rest of these games, I mean, McCallum might be tough, but we might can come up with a game plan and beat them. And, you know, and that's a, it, it, they should be excited because for these next two years, though, I, I think it'll be more fun, you know, so I, too. you know, a shot and, and, and not get all hurt up, man, because when they play those – Beast teams, they beat them down. They come in there to try to pummel them so they can get their backups in, and they go hard on those young guys. Yeah, especially Liberty Hill. That that was oh, uh, that's it. They are some weight. They, you know, why why they're so good because they're weight room psychos. Psych- oh, beast in the be, weight room. Oh, like dude, it, you don't want to mess with Liberty Hill. But hey. And I used to we used to say they were uh, country boys. I mean, they kind of still are. They are country strong there. too. Country strong. But you talk to Coach Walker, man. He's he's like their weight sessions are scary. That's where the hardest work, from what I've been told, that off season weight conditioning or weight room and and, and the weight room re- regiment and routine is harder than any practice they go through. And I just, I, I, I just portrayed to be you, by the way. I had the wrong name up for me. Oh, you good? Yeah. We, we, we have a conversation. I mean, if they can't, the audience can't tell who the difference between us. You know. <laughs> I can't you, but, uh, hey, I just hadn't been out in the sun long enough, man. I, I, right. I, I'm, I'm, my color is transparent. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, and I think that's probably the hardest thing to get kids to do is to do that weight room stuff because it's kind of, it's not, really sexy. I wouldn't say it's fun. I mean, people do, and they're just kind of getting in. You got to have a grind. You got to have a mentality because a lot of guys just don't, I mean, they're a lot of kids are, are naturally strong from their DNA. They have strong parents. So they got like this natural, like just, they're already strong. Like, right. I don't like to work all that hard. I'm already stronger than him, 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 him. But you know, like how motivated are you to, I mean, not like c- compare yourself to others, but just try to reach your own ceiling. I think there's a lot of that that goes on at Liberty Hill. I think that was the mentality at Cedar Park, uh, you know, I've heard not due to the coach or anything. So this is not on Coach Quintero, but I've heard even like uh, the seniors, the class of 22, say that um, the class just wasn't as into that yeah. grind of like, hey, no, we're, we're going to run track, you know, because it's football is, is kind of for psychos and, and crazy warriors. 
Well, there's some truth to that. Um, but it, I think COVID also. Yeah, I for sure. Because you've been in touch more with the, 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 the high school athletes, more so than I would say anybody. And you probably, without revealing conversations, they you've probably learned that. It, it, it really interrupted a lot of their routines and some of the grinds, so to speak. They had to do it on their own. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're put back into a structured program. It's tough. Mm-hmm. How bad do you want it? That's what it boils yeah. down to. Yeah. How bad do you, do you, you want to have followers on TikTok and Snapchat? Or, <laughs> because that's very important to them, too. You know, that's something that never even thought about back in the day. But let me tell you, that's very important to them. Like Social media presence. I mean, I, I really can't compare it to anything else because I don't think it's meant as much to a generation of people who have lived on this earth like the people yeah. who are coming around now. And, and you think about the COVID kids, that's a whole nother, let's say, just a dimension of uh, kids and their mentality and how they approach life. It's And, and you do, and I, I'm not just saying this because you're here. Um uh, you do a, a fabulous job because there is a uh, there's some secret sauce to social media marketing and who you appeal to. So many people want to produce these long videos, man. You do it right. The, the TikTok video style, which is quick. It's attention grabbing. And I'm serious. Everybody, regardless of what gen, if you're Gen X, Gen Y, Z, whatever, go to Flex ATX. And check out Snoop Daniel. That the work you'll see what I'm talking about. I I can't really paint the picture well enough. It's, I'm just saying. It's just, it, yeah, it's we do a lot, but you have a lot of you have to have a lot of hands on deck, so to speak. <laughs> hey, if I didn't tell you, uh, this episode of UIL Realignment sponsored by Kevin Hutchison Realty Austin. And speaking of sponsors, Snoop, this one will be fun. It's the one over on your left, over my right shoulder, Manscaped.com. They're now a partner of us. And so we're going through a little one-month trial. I, we had some conversations. They sent me a kit. You open the box, and it says, your balls will thank you. And, and, and manscaping is important. It you got to keep yourself presentable. Clean. Yep. You're yep. a man on the town always. You got to keep. That's your money maker, and that's why this is one of my favorites. I have no idea why it's blocked out, but the weed whacker. You know, it's simple. Yep. Nasal passages. You don't want those unsightly. No. And it really hurts. I've done it in the car. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes it just won't come out. It feels like a like a twig to a pecan tree. Or fishing line. Oh, wow. You know. Well, Manscaped. Not, you know. Look, this is, a, this is our segment called Manscaping in the Man Cave. But we're going to keep it FCC. We're not going to violate any rules. You know, even though these podcasts, we have no rules. But that's the no. sound of Weed Whacker. Listen how very quiet. You just trim that up. Trim these up before you go out. You don't, want, sure. you don't want your first impression, Snoop. To be something just, you know, how can I say it? Some overgrowth. Yeah. And unscaped. And these special people in our lives, the significant others, or someone you're trying to uh, have a conversation with and get to know a little better. Or if you know them well enough, you don't want to resemble 
the German black forest below the belt. Hell no. You don't want all that. Manscaped.com. Go there. Visit it. And when you order the Weed Whacker or the, the brand new package, which they uh, Manscaped.com sent me, I use it daily. Mancave 20. We'll get you 20% off. That's the promo code, 20% off of your order. And it is well worth it. And it's something, the one thing that I do love, and you're going to laugh, it's called the ball deodorant. It smells like sweet mahogany. Okay, all right. Mahogany is wood? Yep. Checking. <laughs> um, well, wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? Snoop, I, I'm not going to let you go without <laughs> partaking in a stories inside the man cave tradition. It's usually the best part. It's the man it's cave not- story sponsored by a guy's dad or a quarterback's dad you used to cover or a quarterback. Sam Saxon. Yep. Jim Saxon, State Farm Insurance Agency. What up, Mr. Saxon? What up from Snoop to Jimmy Saxon, Longhorn Legacy. Former. uh, 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 Yeah, his son used to play. He started at at Westlake. Right. Mm -hmm. He was – he had talent. Awesome, yeah. He did. But that's the thing. You're talking about the grind. Football, it's it's, you have limitations for people. Some people just get burnt out. Tom Brady finally did. He said, well, it took him 85 years, but he's the GOAT. I think we all can agree. <laughs> Not as good as Sam Saxton, but what else? Sam Saxton, he's a GOAT in his own way. Sam Saxton, Tom Brady. There's, there's some similarities. There's some. Snoop, anything that you have happen in life, a locker room, or your interactions with all these high school players and coaches, or maybe when young Snoop – was coming up. You, you're from DeSoto, right? I am. So maybe it's something that occurred in DeSoto, that a story that you love telling people, and you could have a 1A and 1B type situation here, story time. Man cave story time with Snoop Daniel. Well, I need to keep it PG. Um, man, golly. Well, I wish I would have been prepared because, I mean, there's so many different things I could talk I should have, about. I should have told you. Like narrowed it down to something. I want to do something positive and and PG. <laughs> push and P. Push and P. Uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, you I'm know cool. what? I will. Uh, I will roll with uh, how I got down here. Let's do that. I was sending off cassette demos of me on the radio. Some a lot of them feigned or faked or done in a production studio trying to get my first uh, full-time radio gig because that's what I wanted to do in my, with my life. I wanted to be in a radio and uh, be on music radio and talk up records. And so anyway, uh, somebody from Austin hit me up. It was a 101X. It's an alternative rock station in town. And uh, they wanted uh, a morning show producer just to you know come up with content and do production, help them do all that and, uh, yeah, and so I hopped in a car that probably I shouldn't have even driven outside of the city limits from from uh, from Dallas to Austin. It broke down about three days after I got here and never drove again. But it got we've all had one of those. Yep. But uh, yeah, and uh, that's and I just toiled. I probably worked part time 
radio for eight years, longer than I would suggest anybody give that much time because I could have went to school and been a doctor in eight years or anything. <laughs> I enjoyed life, but yeah, like, so uh, life hasn't always been rosy. Lots of bus rides and walking and um, eating Cheetos and stealing 99 cent hot dogs from H-E-B. Sorry about H-E-B. Um, <laughs> I was hungry. So, you know, lots of, you know, but just trying to get it. So, you know, just but I always was able to work hard. So that's kind of like my story of how I got here is uh, hustle, hard work. And I just been the same way, really, just in a better situation. I love that, Snoop. I didn't I didn't know the whole story. And I'm a big fan or not a big fan, but obviously I'm a fan of yours. But I'm a huge advocate of we we have a path. We have a journey. And sometimes we get in our own way when we think we should be going this way or that way. Your path, how you arrived here is how it was supposed to happen. And you're you may not see it now, but you're going places. It may be here. You may be building your own business here with what you're doing, your platforms, man, your journey, man, you're you're ta- you're taking the right paths, man. I, I love your attitude toward it all. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, you're a fine American. I love America, no doubt, man. I was uh, adopted by military parents to get here. Are you really? Thank God. Yes. In the Philippines. I'm allergic to shellfish. I ate a lot of shellfish over there. I could be dead. Oh, so, my God, Snoop. We might be related. Seriously. Uh, I'm adopted as well. And I'm allergic to shellfish because of the iodine. But it's curtailed the effect on my body I don't over, with age. I don't know how that happened. Hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, I'm still really allergic. Yeah, but yep. Uh, shout out to the Air Force stationed in Manila Bay. Brought yes. back home a present. Me. Oh, God. <laughs> and man, they can't get, they cannot seem to get rid of you. Oh, shoot. <laughs> hey, I never so leave. To mom and to Mama Daniel and Pop Daniel, thanks for bringing this guy over here. If you guys are watching or listening, we're glad you did that. And wherever my bios are, man, I appreciate you guys. But I got my adopted family. I couldn't ask for a better situation. Had to work my ass off, though, but that's all right. It's all good. Bill's character. It does. Hey, Snoop, this is where we end it, unfortunately, because I, you know me, I, I, I can keep talking for an hour and a half. And I appreciate you carving out time this evening. Of course. Hey, man. We're in the snow lockdown. I appreciate yeah. the opportunity to do something fun. Thank yeah, you. It is. We're, we've had a lot of lockdowns lately, yeah, yeah. but uh, we're, we're uh, accustomed to it. Yeah, I miss the old Austin. Where it only get cold like once every five years. What is this every year? We have winter every year now. Yeah, more than one week, too. I live here. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. So cocktail soon. If there may be one in that uh, looks like a Pabst Blue Ribbon coffee mug. Um. No, it doesn't say past blue. Right no, no, we're gonna leave. You're, oh, you're yeah. You guys are camping out at the place of employment, but mm-hmm. for the stories inside the man cave, OGs, that being Big Mike, Coach Mo, and Hardball Harge, and for the Flex ATX legend himself, Snoop Daniel. Yes, and I. This is not working for me today. This thing is, is it an outro? Is it this? We are out. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. I'm in my car in the giddy up.